Want an everyday hack that saves you money? Join AAA for the Savings Hack Pack, an amazing combination of AAA benefits worth over $1,000. Join today for all the savings hacks at AAA.com slash save more. Come engage with us. So we Council on Aging is Southwest Georgia's local aging and disability resource connection for information on aging or living with a disability. Let the Council on Aging connect you to your home delivered meals and group meals, personal care services, transportation needs, and many more resources. Call 800 282 6612. Making aging more engaging. So we Council on Aging. Come engage with us. What they don't want you to know, with your host, Mr. Noriega. Is the government keeping secrets? You bet they are. Here, those secrets are revealed. He's your seven years researching the common core of the education system. Author Noriega. What they don't want you to know. Today's show, we're just going to jump right in and start asking questions to Wayne because we've got something exciting going on. We've got a couple of lawsuits that are happening in Utah, uh, particularly, um, I think these you, these uh, lawsuits are against uh, the governor here and, and, and perhaps the senator. We're going to have Wayne explain what's going on with these lawsuits and what's been going on with a little bit with the uh, local government here in Utah. So, Wayne, why don't you set us up with that? What's going on? What are what are these lawsuits that uh, that's that are happening in Utah? Well, you have to realize <clears throat> that um, Utah has probably got the most corrupt system uh, and that's pretty hard to believe with Newsom and and old <laughs> New York well, we can, I believe yeah, it. definitely we can believe that because way back to the common core remember it was governor herbert that sold us out we oh, did boy. not have to have common core and yet we we sold out to obama and took that took all that federal money in and sold out our utah rights so exactly. we can definitely believe that it's become the, right. one of the most if not the most co- co- corrupt well it's governments. uh I, I think of it as clean corruption it, it's it's pretty, pretty squeaky clean but it's still corrupt it's a good old boy yeah. system and uh it's working and they seem to find loopholes or or excuse themselves quite often and especially uh we got good old boys you know the face of the government there uh, it's unimaginable how we could have uh, somebody so corrupt in the in the Senate, uh, representing the Senate, uh, just just outrageous. So, Wayne, why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Okay, well, what happened is uh, I and Greg Durden ran against Cox and Herbert because he was still the governor at that time. Uh, in this last election, and we ran as an independent American Party candidate. And uh, basically, we just found out that uh, as the government would put up things on this corona, and I call it the biggest fraud, as as does in American uh, history, yeah. in, the, in the world history, not just in the world. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is not just a, they didn't just want to destroy America, they want to destroy the whole world. <laughs> And I think they they have uh, got a pretty darn good uh, plan to do that. So what happened is we ended up uh, debating, trying to get still. But guess what? They uh, there's only two parties for 200 years. They've had two parties, and they just party together. Just, they, <laughs> True. They, yeah. yeah, they never do anything. Uh, good for the constitution certainly in fact i don't even think if you gave them a spelling test any of them in the republican party national at least and the 
Democrat, or the Republicans and the Democrats can even spell the word de- constitution. <laughs> they have not one idea of what or honesty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, honesty. <laughs> they can spell corruption though. Yeah, they can they spell, spell corruption. Money. Especially with their Cash. especially with their poster boy for Utah there, um, Senator Mitt Romney. My goodness, I don't know how he even got elected. But uh, talk about well, the well, face of we know the poster boy for it was, evil. It was Dominion voting systems in Utah. The Dominion voting systems. <laughs> Exactly. Well, basically what happens, we run in against them. And I ran uh, 30 years ago as just a plain independent because we didn't have uh, the party set up to get on the ballot. But so I ran against uh, Malcolm Beck, who is uh, one of the three amigos, I call him the Constitution. They never heard the Constitution. So you had Herbert running against a Democrat. And she was, she came to me during the debates. So all three of the Republican uh, commissioners in the county were up for re-election. And Herbert was running against a, a Democrat lady. And uh, Johnson was running against a, a mayor, former mayor of uh, Lehigh, Democrat. And so Malcolm Beck had nobody running against him. So I ran against him as just an independent. So this is 30 years ago. And after we got through some debates, the Democrat came up to me, she says, Mr. Hill, she says, would you attack Gary Herbert? Because I'm getting nowhere with him. She said. <laughs> and I thought, OK, I can. I says, I've got my hands full with old Malcolm, but I'd certainly be happy to take him on because I've known him for many years and don't like what he I, at that time. I just represents. Yeah. At that time, I just accused him of being a socialist. Now he's a full-fledged communist. Communist. <laughs> yeah. and he's uh, with some of the deals that have happened, I mean, just starting with Common Core itself, uh, I don't, I, for those viewers that aren't familiar with what happened there, Obama bypassed Congress, bypassed the legislature completely, and made it so that his posse, the governors of the United States, would then become kingsmen, these kings on the hill, and from there dictate. So that's where we got, we had, we have this strew, this slew of dictation coming from the governor's mandates. office. Yeah, they're, uh, these they mandates, these dictates. And, and so we, we have something no longer in a democratic um, type of, of system, but we have a uh, system that's become completely corrupt. And of course, back then where Governor Herbert took an incredible amount of money uh, from the the U.S. governor for well, and the, the governor Chinese. from Obama and the Chinese, but back then when 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 Common Core was going on, uh, took a, a slew of promises from Obama, etc. Because again, Utah was a state that did not have to have the Common Core, did not have to have these um, these the, accept the Common Core because of course the education system in Utah was fantastic, was nowhere like uh, California or anything else. Here we have seven, eight years later, what's happened through all of this? Herbert has passed the slate on to Cox, who is his right-hand man, of course, because he was already part of Herbert's office back when uh, Obama was in office. He was already part of, uh, of Herbert's big campaign of lies. And so now we have, once again, almost Herbert's uh, the same thing because it's Cox. 
Cox Herbert, they're a team. Yeah, I think Cox so is worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, he got, he got trained by the best. I know. Right. And, I can believe that. But that's well, what's going on now? Tell us what's going on now. And I'm going to introduce them. I'm going to put in Nomad Dad here. He's our, uh, our other host. He's going to come in as, as well. But but uh, So I'm going to put him in now. Welcome, Hi. Nomad Dad, to the discussion. We uh, I know you're coming in a little bit late, but we have a special guest, Wayne Hill, He's the co-founder of the American Independent Party. Independent and we're talking American. American Independent Party. IAP. IAP. That's what I'm saying. American? No, no. Independent American There you go. Get him rest. Okay. Come on. It's, it's, it's. Okay. Los Lucas. IAP. 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 Anyway, we have Wayne Hill. And he's talking about something incredible that's going on, a lawsuit that's happening here in the state of Utah against the governor, uh, Governor Cox. And he's going to tell us about that. He's been telling us about how he ran against Governor Herbert 30 years ago and um, a little bit of the dirty laundry that happened back then. But we are moving with that forward. Wayne Hill, why don't you set us up? Tell us what's happening with with, uh, this, this lawsuit. Okay, you have to go back to the election, um, okay. which just ended. And and by the way, today, today mm-hmm. I just got word that Paul Huntsman just sued our governor Cox. Mm, wow! <laughs> uh, because he uh, he says he hasn't told the truth about the coronavirus numbers. Can you believe that our governor wouldn't do that? Uh, wow, yeah. yeah, I can, I can, because I followed Herbert and Cox, and there, and you have to realize that our last three, at least three, if not four or five governors, have been attorney or as assistant lieutenant governors, and that's how. Well, we got the we got the, the the trio of the devil right there. We got uh, Mid Romney as well, the poster boy of the American poster boy. He's made himself into that. It's crazy how he sold himself out to the devil. And next thing you know, he's wearing, he's the first one that came out with it, wearing two masks. Yeah. He, wasn't satis- he wasn't satisfied with the one mask. He's, he wants two masks. Yeah, go did. on, Wayne. Well, I, I've had, I've, I've always told people, I know of more people that have died from wearing a mask than they have from Corona. <laughs> I, I haven't found anybody who's died from Corona by itself. And so I say that, uh, and I've even been to a funeral where the, two pallbearers guys came, brought the casket in from the mortuary and one of them uh, didn't have a mask on, the other one did. And so I went up afterwards because nobody would sit by us in the church house because this was two or three months ago and nobody would sit by us because we didn't have a mask on. So I went up to the one younger guy who didn't have a mask and I thanked him for not wearing a mask. And he says, look, he says, I have not had one person come to our mortuary in a year and a half that had cor- died from Corona. <laughs> Not one, so he wasn't wearing a mask. Anyway, that's my pet peeve. So what we did is we we had all these crazy numbers coming out. You have to realize Herbert, when he started all this, he didn't have one person in Utah that had corona. Not one. But they gave him up to $104 billion. It said, I've got it on my phone. They had yep. a map of the United States. Utah cashed out. Yep. Yeah, they got the mo- I saw the same map. They got the most money. 
Yeah, you saw that, right? Yep, we got more per capita than any other state. Any other state. Mm -hmm. And now they, they've changed that a little bit now. Uh, so Newsom's not quite as far behind, <laughs> or at least mm -hmm. they changed our number, so he's still number one now, Newsom is. But Newsom got 48 billion. We had 104 on our webpage for a long time. So anyway, we... Uh, we got a little, I got a little protect, uh, tip and uh, these two guys for being so corrupt. And he has, a, we have a sister city with China. Herbert had been seven times to China setting things up. So we, we filed a lawsuit against him. Uh, and of course, they bought and paid for the judge that, and they had Reyes, who's the poster boy for the Justice Department. Attorney General. <laughs> Yeah, Attorney So he he got involved and uh, he talked to the judge because when we got through our, our first hearing, which they asked to have it dismissed, the judgment this bill, and we were just mainly going against the lies of Corona and wearing a mask. But we find out that there's 90 different lawsuits against Herbert and Cox for wearing a mask. There is 7,000 in California lawsuits against the mask. There is 8,000 against Como in New York. So these, this is not something that's just subject to Utah, but Utah, yeah. yeah. But they all should be sued. They all should be in jail as far as I'm concerned because the corona is such a lie. And I, I have um, all of these people, Ron Paul, G. Edward Griffin, uh, and the only one I don't really trust is Skousen because he says it's the third. Joel? Yeah, Joel says it's only the third biggest fraud ever in the United in the world. <laughs> well, this is well, a global, what does he say is a global fraud. So. Yeah, he said the first one is Russia and the lie about them dissolving. And then the second one he says is the towers. And then he says the third one. But I think that's a bunch of baloney. Uh, well, no. I, think, uh, I think he's just got... His uh, his pets there, but I I think Corona's number one because it's global. Definitely, it's global. It's global. Never never something so big, so massive, and, and so after global. that, I would say World Wars uh, yeah. two and one, and mm -hmm. then I would move on down the line. So, <laughs> but we'll go on, Wayne. Well, anyhow, we filed a lawsuit, and uh, they <clears throat> Reyes tell us the tell us the filers of the lawsuit. Well, it's just Greg and I, and we're now we're going to file a, another one, and hopefully we're going to file uh, antitrust against the Republican and the Democratic National Party. Hope, we're working on that one now, but hopefully the IAP will, IAP, not AIP. <laughs> yes, yes. Don't slap me in the hand again. Let's get you straight, gay. I got it. I got it. <laughs> got to get him to join, Wayne. You yeah, get he's, him. He's, I, uh, I've, been, I've been part of the party. Uh, you know, since back since uh, Common Core days, you got to get you a tattoo then. <laughs> so anyway, we we have uh, we're getting set up now. So we had to we had to uh, send in a paper saying they couldn't dismiss it, and uh, but she did finally dismiss it in our half hour because we had to do virtual, right? Because you don't want to get close to anybody. Who might have <laughs> we can find the cold? Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, she at the end of it, she said she thanked Reyes's crew for um, coming on and and calling her before we started our half hour investigation. I guess 
she says, thank you for telling me about article number four, which is the thing that she dismissed it by. <laughs> she, so they, you're, you're, what you're saying to me, Wayne, is, is, that, is that Reyes called, the Attorney General Reyes called uh, before, half an hour before, Right. Well, and, and told her how to dismiss it. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> and she thanked him for that. So and, that. And that's on video. You have that on record. I have it on. Uh, yeah, I have it on. Uh, I don't have it on video because, uh, but I did record it on my phone. Wow. So that's probably one to upload. Yeah, yeah. got to get that uploaded. But basically, what what happens is that we. So then we had to refile again, but we had to refile to get Herbert because they pass all these laws to protect their crooks. And so they had, we had to file it before his six months. If he's out of office six months, you can't file anything against him. So we got him on five months and, and so on. So he made it with his six. So Herbert is still involved, but of course they've already asked for a dismissal of this other one too, which the first the second lawsuit. Yeah, the second one. So anyhow, that's kind of what the corruption is. And, and these guys are so evil. But I, I'm excited about hearing about Paul Huntsman suing Cox because of his numbers. Well, guess what? The first guy that Herbert and Cox found in order to get some of that $104 billion <laughs> legally uh, in their pockets, we don't know that even the, the auditor for the state can't find it. So he's done a, I mean, it's just a bunch of bull. So he, well, I, I, if it's the same auditor, I, I personally met the auditor um, back in 2000. This has been seven years ago, the Utah state auditor, because as I was uh, talking off camera to you, Wayne, um, you know, and then the listeners could hear a little bit of this. Um, I was asking you about Reyes because back then, Reyes was on our side. Back then, Reyes actually personally told me in, a, in a, an interview that I had with him privately and his secretary that he had with him that, that uh, Governor Herbert was next to the devil or, or was the devil himself. <laughs> and it was, um, it, was, it was Reyes that explained to me the process of how to bring down Herbert and how to bring down the Common Core uh, wow. At that time, this was eight years ago. So you can see he was on our side. And part of that process, <laughs> he introduced me, well, not hand in hand, but he called, introduced me to the auditor and said that I, you know, on a personal basis, he can't do it himself because he's appointed by Herbert. Right. But he explained to me that he wasn't going to have any part of that. And so he was helping me go over to the auditor and we were going to have a state audit on the Common Core itself to look at the numbers and look at the, um, uh, you know, you know, because if you spend any federal money at all without it being in a special federal fund for the education system, if you spend it out of, let's say, the petty cash right there, that's that's fraud, that's misappropriation of funds. And so that right there could send Governor Herbert to jail, not only uh, have him removed from office. But after that, after that, that I left, I noticed that um, because there were so many corrupt systems everywhere that, um, you know, I got stopped from going forward with this. And after that, I saw Reyes uh, jump on a different bandwagon, which was uh, what I asked him not to do. In fact, I asked several people, definitely never take this route, because if you have a committee uh, built up and to investigate Common Core, see if it's legitimate, that 
by itself legitimizes common core. And so when you go to an illegal system and, and investigate it, just, just by investigating and putting a stamp on it and saying we found it okay, that, that legitimizes everything that was a super fraud. And so what happened at that point, I had moved to Hawaii at that point. I saw it from long distance, but I saw a little bit of a switch while Reyes uh, in the first place was trying to defeat homosexuality in the whole nation by stopping homosexuality in Utah through the Supreme Court. Um, and then, of course, the Common Core came in and took care of that uh, long, complicated story. You're talking about ed- homosexual education for the students? That's right. Oh, okay. And also and also homosexuality in, uh, in the local military, et cetera, just, and to have homosexuality as a marriage, in other okay. words, in, the, in Utah. That, that whole thing, Reyes was trying to stop. But, of course, once Common Core kicked in and the federal government money kicked in, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, they had to allow the homosexual marriage in Utah. Right, so Reyes is compromised or Reyes is whoa, just... Whoa, he's whoa, whoa, whoa. Wayne, I'm going to say compromised because Wayne Hill's explaining now that Reyes is now part of the devil's team. And I saw that happening back okay. then when he jumped so on the bandwagon of... Uh, so, so now tell us, tell us, tell us now what, uh, Wayne Hill, what's happened since? Well, I think the, the basic thing is what ha- we found out was that uh, even from the beginning, Herbert could not find one person who um, had corona, had died, or even had it. And mm-hmm. so he came up with a guy who had had five heart attacks. And <laughs> the sixth one, he counted him as our as first corona. That's coronavirus. <laughs> That's a corona death right there. Let's for the listener. For the listener. I would like to just explain Corona because some some people listening might be, well, what do you mean there's no deaths? When you have a coroner issue a death certificate, they have to put the cause of death. You have to understand that coronavirus or, or the, the actual coronavirus itself, scientifically speaking, this has been around, uh, this is the common cold. This is what they call the common cold. And if you look in the Lysol containers back, you know, Lysol has been around forever. You always see a little label on there that says it fights the coronavirus. This is way before COVID-19 came out, et cetera. What's happening is the common cold, they just switched to the scientific name. They're calling it coronavirus, coronavirus. But if you understand how vaccines are administered and how vaccines are created and have always been created in the United States and the world, they always inject you with the virus itself, whether it's with a weakened strain or an inert virus, in other words. Now, when you go to look at the coronavirus itself, the COVID-19 injection, and this this is public knowledge. This isn't something that's hidden. They explain to you what's going on. They say, we are taking a cold virus and we're injecting it with RNA, uh, an instruction for your DNA to go into your mitochondria, and that cold virus is going to go into your body and deliver this to your mitochondria, to your cells. Well, think about it. Why would they inject you with a cold virus if it wasn't the cold right. that they're <laughs> that And they've they're always said they, that it's never going to give you immunity. It's only going to reduce symptoms yeah. if you get coronavirus. Yeah. So, but the whole point is not, now. The, the whole point is, is, is it's it's never changed in the United States of how to administer a, mm-hmm. a, a, a vaccine. It's always been through the virus itself, and so this yeah. time when they're administering corona, 
they're saying, well, we're administering it through the, the cold virus. Well, again, because they're counting the cold as a coronavirus because that is the coronavirus, right. the cold, common and cold. And what the, what the listeners could do is look at the deaths, uh, the total deaths in the country you know, year by year and compare this past year to other years, and they'll see that there is not a huge increase. It's basically an increase in relation to population increase. And uh, so really, if we look at statistics and numbers, all of the things we hear on the news are from our government they aren't matching up with actual numbers, even from the WHO or the CDC. And that's why you have what Wayne is talking about, 7,000 lawsuits in California, 90 lawsuits uh, right, so against... So what about the, these lawsuits against um, Utah then? Okay, so go on, Wayne Hill. We, we have to interrupt that just to explain it to the listeners. So go, go on. Okay. Yeah, so anyway, basically, uh, Herbert, we had to get him refiled before his six months were up to go along with them. I have found the common law uh, attorneys or people who will use the constitutional uh, way of suing them and, and it's legal, more legal than it is the way they pass all these laws to protect themselves. And talk about that for a second because the listener is not going to understand that. Talk about common law and suing through the common law. Well, the constitution, which again, my feeling is that they don't know how to spell it because they certainly don't know how to live it. It's ignored, yep. Yeah, and and they just plain uh, make up things. And they always, the only time you ever hear them say something about the Constitution is when they want to lie to you. Yeah, when it serves them, right? Yeah, serves them, exactly. And And you're talking about Magna Carta and things like this, Yeah. Well, they, and you have the admiralty flag and the courts and admiralty court has the fringe on the flag. This, these are a lot of things I've had, I've sat through a lot of constitution classes. And of course I'm getting to the point where, uh, <laughs> my, I'm not all remembering all those things. But then again, I, we asked somebody at a meeting the other night, how many had read the constitution in the last year and three hands went up. Oh, three hands. That's a problem. Oh, yeah, three. But that's so basically, I and it was a packed auditorium. So, so that's how sad it is. And uh, anyhow, I we have been pursuing this, and I we went to an independent national union conference in Cheyenne, probably about five months ago, and one of the original duck guys kids on the disney movie the ducks whatever they called themselves the The mighty ducks mighty ducks and and he ran for president this last time and he he made about five billion dollars in puerto rico selling some banks or bitcoin or something so he was at the meeting and they had to debate with the other uh, people running and the communist was there and the American party guy was there. And so they had some debates. Anyhow, um, they came up with the idea of suing, which got my attention big time, suing the National Democratic Party and suing the Republican National Party because neither one of them have let even a foothold come in and a third party and had any competition. And, and I've maintained for at least 30 years since we co-founded the Independent American Party, I've maintained that they have never, ever passed a bill that supports the Constitution. And here in our wonderful state, we have 800 bills that are presented 
not by our 29 senators, not by our 75 legislators, but by our thousands probably of lobbyists. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's who that's who presents the 800 bills. Now, because they only do it in January, the second week in January to the end of August or of, of February, they only have six weeks to present these bills and pass them, right? So they, we even had a senator who finally told the truth. He says, I never read one of the 500 bills I passed. <laughs> and that's, that's, but they always say that if you've got a not intimate, honest answer, honest. it was nice that we got a little honesty. Yeah, so I'm going to read those things. Yeah, he says, I'm just going to Are you, are you passing this bill? I'm passing. Are you passing it? Yeah. Okay. Here you go. <laughs> so what they do is look at how many times they went to Hawaii with that Hawaiian shirt you have on there, Russ. <laughs> they had to see how many times that the lobbyists had sent them to Hawaii and other places. And then they would have to vote for that. But you mean like a, an island in the Caribbean that's <laughs> off, off the radar and secret? Oh, the island, the Lolita island. Express. Yeah, that's okay. exactly right. Wasn't, so anyway, wasn't, they, wasn't Governor Herbert on? Yes, the, he went. He yeah. went to that one. He was on the list. Uh, in fact, I'll tell you a little bit more about that because it's sinister. That this all started with Common Core. Uh, again, remember Obama started all this because he was. This was when the Gadianta party was taking over and their goal, complete domination of the world by the time that Hillary got into office. And so, of course, we know Hillary didn't come in by the grace of God, but every single governor that accepted Common Core, every single one of them except Alaska, of course, they all got flown. They're all in register. Their, their names are in register to go. And they all went to the island to sign their names in blood and perform the secret take this, the blood sacrament and perform their 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 secret oaths, which, by the way, if you are informed, viewer, you understand that these secret oaths have uh, the six feet apart, the mask wearing, the uh, secret rituals, etc. These are all the diabolical um, things that, that have been imposed on us to become uh, um, almost symbolically part of their uh, religion. Their religion is what it is. Um, but yes, so, Governor Herbert, Governor Cox was also there. And uh, of course, with the $106 billion, why wouldn't he be, right? So, uh, you know, so he you're was touching there. on some religious things, Sinway. Uh, I have something, I, I, because I don't know how long we've got here, but I, I wanted to ask Wayne this, even though Wayne and I have never spoken, uh, because I know your affiliation with the IAP. I expected when I got involved with IAP years ago that by now we would have a, a major toehold, at least in the state of Utah, maybe Idaho. Uh, it seems to me that from what I can see when I, I'm following you know, what's on the IAP website and, and hearing uh, the involvement or what the president of the IAP, IAP is saying, that we haven't grown, we haven't moved forward. And I am of the belief uh, that Joseph Smith said that the independent Americans would um, – would uh, be the ones to to fix the problems of the future that, that he saw. So, is there anything happening in the IAP right now? Is there anything that can be done? I mean, is there does there need to be a reset of the IAP to bring it up to speed? Do we is there need to be marketing for the IAP? I'm just curious, what's going on with the IAP? 
And the prophecy is what he's talking about. Joseph Smith's prophecy of the independent American party. Because I believe those should be tied together. And if it's not this IAP, if it's another independent American party, is that have to be, you know, well, um, you have brought to, up. to realize that the, that's why I, I see suing the national Republican and Democratic parties as an antitrust suit. That I'm working on that all the time now. And it's just hard to get people to believe that that can happen because they, for 200 years, they've just ignore, ignored anybody coming in. But we are number three in the parties in Utah. So we have gotten yeah. to that point. But the yeah. main thing is what happens is that the, the parties are just, they're having a party. And, and it, I, I recorded the 3,000 delegates at the Republican Party this last year in their convention. And the guy got up and he said, just as they were ending their, their meetings, he says, I moved that we strike any mention of the Constitution in our platform. And, <laughs> and, and believe that or not, mm-hmm. they only passed it by a few votes to keep it in there wow. <laughs> in the Republican Party. And and we have we're we're talking totally about the Constitution at all. Yeah, he he, he moved it, and I've got him on video saying wow. that. And and so post that up too. Put that up on. Yeah, I've got to do that. Line. Those are gems. Uh, those two you've mentioned are they gems. Are, they are gems. <laughs> Make a compilation of all that that you've got. And, and so that is up. that that is a good question that Russ asks uh, Wayne is what what needs to happen? What is a good reset? Because ever since the Common Core itself. I've been all for suing, you know, there's, there's all these lawsuits that are frivolous, but the United States is set up through the constitution and it does have these tiers, these separate entities, the, the executive, the judicial, and the legislative branches, they're set up by our founding fathers. They're set up by inspiration from heavenly father himself. And I've been, I've been whistling all along, sue, 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 you know, how do you hurt these guys? you know, through this. And so how can you get uh, somewhere? Well, I, I believe it's these lawsuits that you're talking about. Do we need a reset like Russ is saying? Do we need more lawsuits? Do we need, how do we get more people involved with that? Because, you know, covering the eyeballs and, and just lying to the American public, how do these people stand accountable? How is the IAP going to come in and fulfill prophecy that has been um, well, you know, that it's been on the now's as good a time in it as any. I mean, both parties. It's the best are, time. I mean, it's it, the best it, time. It's it's like a prime window here, and I think it's just going to get more prime. So, I mean, well, is IAP then, set up to take take a major role in the United States as a, a major political party? Because how many people, if you if they knew about the IAP, would jump on board and and kick the Republicans to the curb? Well, and that's exactly what I I said. See, we believe in adoption, not abortion. And the Republican Party says they believe in no abortion, right? But But they're all rolling up their sleeves for the coronavirus. Yeah, that's right. So they have, they have the reality is that they had um, never done away with abortion, even when they had the presidency, both House and Senate, they never did it. They're all all one, they're all one. (laughs) So anyway, what I'm, my main thing is, and like you're talking about a reset, you're talking about um, the fact is that we need to do it as the IAP, 
And it, yeah, we don't have, we have a lot more numbers than almost as the Democrats. We're almost as big as the Democrats as far as people who say they're independents and they say they're independent Americans. They just don't know they're a party member yet, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of independents. So basically, I think that suing the national parties would be a big set because nobody else is going to do it. You're not going to find a Republican group, a Democratic group, sue either the national of either party. So but if it's all have, corrupt, they're just going to excuse themselves. They're all corrupt. It, so once it goes to, you know, any kind of judicial hearing, why would we expect them to do the right thing? If, if they never the, Right. So what is the – is it a moot point? I mean – no, no, no. Well, we have we have coming up on our next show. We have coming up Lloyd Brunson, who has actually done that, right, Wayne? We have him. You're gonna he's love. Actually, you're, you're gonna, gonna love the next show because he he he's suing and actually served seventy of the House of Representatives, including um, senators. This all sounds great, but as soon as the heat gets turned up on these people, we expect a false flag, right? So. Yeah. And, then, and that's what Pelosi has done. Pelosi, and I'm going to leave it till next show, but just wet the whistle. We're going to have Lloyd Brunson come on. And he's going to explain uh, how Pelosi did just that, is stop the uh, the bandwagon there, but not on time because 70 of these guys, these I don't understand guys, how only 70 could be served because these people have to go home at the end of the day. Yeah, they, she can prevent them from going into the Capitol and their offices, but once they go to their apartments or whatever. No, no, no. He's going to explain everything. We're yeah, he's going to explain what happened. Yeah, it's compl- completely illegal. <laughs> They've thrown the Constitution. So what happened? Uh, is right, that's actually, my point. He, he went through the fourth district here. And again, I don't want to. Uh, poo-hoo it at all because yeah. he's gone through the fourth district here in Provo and uh, he got a national attorney or who has to do it. He signed the papers for all of them to be sued. And actually it started out and they actually handed the lawsuits to Pelosi, <laughs> which is probably where they should have ended it because she stopped it as soon as she got hers. And Waters and si- what's his name? the guy who did all these um, deals on Trump and everybody. What's his name? The guy with the funny eyes? Yeah, um, Seth or... Anyhow, uh, basically what happened is that they stopped it and now Lloyd... And Lo- I'm going to let Lloyd tell you because yeah, let's right. let, let Lloyd it's a Then give me the, the, uh, the, the rest of the, the answer on the IAP and the, and the revelation and where you think, what time frame maybe you're thinking? Are, are we, you think that this is something that we can accomplish in the next year or five? I think it's got to be done real soon. I, yeah. I, the reality is that um, he didn't say, um, he said that we would save the Constitution. At Kroger, we want our fresh produce to meet your expectations, which is why we're dedicated to doing up to a 27-point inspection on our fruits and veggies, checking for things like scarring. In fact, only the best produce like zesty oranges and crisp carrots reach our shelves. Because when it comes to fresh, our higher standards mean fresher produce. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. And you have to realize that he said it two different ways. Brigham Young quoted him as saying it hangs by a thread. And he well, said to Messiah that it's going to hang by a hair. And then yeah, I went yeah. to a meeting one time and somebody says, I think you can take off the H. And that's what it's hanging by. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But but there's, I mean, you're you're talking about two separate things there, um, uh, Wayne. With which I wanted to interject there real quick because there that goes right along with what Brigham Young said, which was the elders will and and again when Joseph Smith made the prophecy about the Independent American Party, yes, but also Brigham Young with his quoting of Joseph Smith's prophecy about the saving of the Constitution and hanging by a thread, and also. Uh, repeated again several times down the line. President Benson specifically. President Benson. And this is, it wasn't official, but he said, if the Constitution. If. That's what I want to quote is is because Ben, Ben, it will be the elders of Israel. So that goes together with the, with, with the prophecy that, that Joseph Smith said about the independent American party. And if we're looking at that and you're asking Russ, and I'm just interjecting, I don't want to answer for Wayne. I'm answering for myself here, if that's going to happen. But that's a big if. So the Constitution, we can't deny the Constitution is hanging by a thread. It's barely hanging on. All the senators or all, all the House of Representatives, they want to get away with the Constitution. They're saying right now, you know what, let's let's go ahead and move with the with the uh, New Way Forward Act. UN. Yeah, you know, the global, the global let's, mode of yeah, uh, yeah, but I mean, just yeah. talk about just talking about the New Way Forward Act, the one that abolishes borders and says all the rapists, all the murderers, anybody that's ever been kicked out of the country will will pay for their airline ticket and fly back in. This is what's happening right now under the nose of American that nobody even knows about it. You know, it started out with with uh, with, with with the IOC there and etc. These are travesties that are happening right now with our country hanging by a thread, just the Constitution. And so the prophecy with the IAP and also with Brigham Young saying hanging by a thread, this is if, if the Constitution is to be saved at all. That's one of the renderings of that prophecy. So now that we have, because we can't say the Constitution is not hanging by a thread, if it's to be saved at all, it's the elders of the church that are going to do it. And what elders? That goes in conjunction with the prophecy from, from Joseph Smith about the independent American party. And yes, if these things are happening and if there's going to be lawsuits and if we go to the Magna Carta and if we go to the Constitution itself and present this and they can't rebuttal it, then we might, we might save the Constitution while the whole country is crumbling around us we might save the Constitution, but it doesn't have to be. That's you, the have to, you have to go back to the Corona, which I believe is number one, no matter what Skousen says. Because basically, you're talking the worst thing that ever happened. I mean, they lied, they lied, and they lied. And you ended up uh, having so many phony things come out. And they did a mandate. But you have to realize that how many of the 50 governors are independents? Nobody, right? Nobody. <laughs> so they're all either Republican or Democrat. How many of the 50 governors took part of the $750 billion <laughs> the government gave them to put you in a mass mandate, mm-hmm. put you at home breathing your own putrid air in a mass? <laughs> so, in a yeah. mass the two worst places you could be. But why, why are they all taking? I mean, is it because of the uh, three presidents of uh, countries that – Refuse to allow the the COVID. They're dead. 
or dead. dead. Yeah. <laughs> you forgot one of so, them's assassinated. Yeah, the so other is one, that? Is oh, that? he had a heart attack. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so is that it? Is that the answer? These governors were all told, well, you go along or you get replaced. I mean, are, are these guys all compromised and willingly went along? Or Amen. I'm, Amen. Well, I, well, you, I think you, these, you, uh, these people are going to start – more people are going to start dying. That's my my estimation. I, yeah, they, but that's the thing is there is still hope, though. There is still hope because we have these prophecies that say that it, it's possible to save the Constitution. So at this point, <laughs> even it. though this kind of thing is going to happen. God doesn't gotta, do it, though. We got to do it for ourselves. We got to do it for ourselves. But we've that's got right. fear. I mean, look at the fear that drives people with COVID. Now, look at the people who there's a vast majority of people or not majority. There's a vast group of people who don't buy into this, but are any of them or any, are any of we willing to do what is necessary to turn this around, to stop it, to, I mean, look at the example they're making of everyone who showed up early January in the Capitol. Yeah. I mean, you, you just, you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. But that was a farce. You know, you take that back. 200 years ago, even 100 years ago, and those people would have saved, the, you know, what it needed to be? It needed to be because it was an emergency situation of the Gadianton robbers taking over government, putting in some fake voting system, just like in Nicaragua or Venezuela. And it was such a farce of a third world country voting system. It needed to be somebody like Trump going in there, rallying the people. And these people doing what Benjamin Franklin said and, 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 and some of our founding fathers, you need to water the tree of liberty with blood from time to time if you want to keep liberty. You need to do that. They didn't do that. What were they doing, these, these 21st century teenage punks? They were just, oh, look, and their little candles and stuff. Oh, this is me and videotaping. And that's, that's not taking back your government. You have a million people showing up at the Capitol while the Capitol is being taken over and a bloodbath happening because for some of you viewers, you don't realize what actually happened. There's a prophecy that says that there has to be a, a, um, a blood ritual so that our Capitol becomes part of Satan's cult. In other words, it becomes the temple of Satan. In order to do that, you have to have... Uh, they they called it enough. their temple, didn't they? After yeah, they called it their temple. Yeah. I recorded that and I posted it up. But it has to be uh, innocent blood that is shed. Well, we had that, didn't we? We had that woman that was killed. Bad, innocent bad. Blood. There has to be There has to be a satanic midnight mass, which there was. Oh, let's just make an emergency House and Senate meeting with Pelosi as the head and the king. I've never seen anything like it before in my life, but right there, what you experienced in the Capitol on that day was a satanic ritual 101, and it was prophecy fulfilled, and our Capitol became a satanic temple. Hence what you said, Russ, they called it that. They called it their temple. And in their prayer, if you didn't notice, they didn't address Heavenly Father or God. They did not do that. So it was, again, it was a satanic ritual and that's what happened. And what is everybody doing? Oh, let's just videotape it. Oh, I don't want to be. Oh, what's that noise over there? It's an example, happening. though. They're they're being shown what they can look forward to if they say something against the, the this cabal. This wouldn't have happened if people would have actually got over there with their guns 
and defended the Constitution as they should have with Trump as their head and said, come well, in. Well, this is what they're hoping for. They they want to set it, set it up that, and, and this is what happened in, in D.C. also. They they had provocateurs and, and uh, herded people in, and there was a lot of shenanigans going on there. But, I mean, look at what they've been able to do. They With COVID, they've got all these very every, – everyone's being put in their place. Everyone's saying, well – now's not the time to act because of this, <laughs> this health emergency. Yeah, yeah. Now's not the time to act because, you know, the, it's div- divisive. Even our own church preaches, you know, unity and not be divisive and don't stand up for, you know, th- this because you don't want to be an extremist or what. Well, I mean, Jesus was pretty extreme. He was, you know, the guy who uh, upset a lot of people and we're supposed to be like him, but we're constantly being told as a religious group, Latter-day Saints to go along and and play nice and follow all the laws of the land and they we hear that quoted all the time but what is the law of the land the constitution we ignore that and just every policy is the law of the land and every dictate and mandate is the law of the land and so what when are we get to get to a point where i mean it's going to have to be the small minority that does something but i don't see anything happening we've got an intelligence agencies that are you know, keeping tabs on anyone who's talking about things that we're talking about. I'm sure this, <laughs> I'm sure this, is, this is not going to slide under the radar either. <laughs> because let me, let me uh, end. Uh, I've got to get doing something else here. I've got to get, That's uh, fine. We've had, let, let, me answer, let me just answer Russ's question about what is going to happen. And I think that the way I see it is, first of all, we need to expose the sameness of the two parties. And I don't think you can do that unless you bring an antitrust against them and explain and show the people who think that after 10 years, the one that's not in power says, oh, we'll never be as bad as those guys for the next 10 years. And it goes on now for over 200 years they've done this. And I'm telling you that every governor, Republican and Democrat, took part of that $750 billion, which turned into be about $9 trillion is what they've done with this Corona uh, farce, fraud, I call it. So anyway, what I'm looking at is filing this, making it by a party who is hasn't got a record of pedophiles and a bunch of idiots running around doing whatever they can to murder little kids. And I have a, a deal, I just got it today, says 83 victims infected with COVID after vaccinated kids, one kid, catches it from vaccinated relative. Freedom Beach, beacon.com, the national file is reporting that a teenager in Tel Aviv vaccinated for COVID-19 contracted the virus with a from a vaccinated family member and allegedly spread the virus to at least 83 of his peers. So we're, we're talking huge things that they're getting by with murder in the first, second, third degree. I, so what I'm saying is right, but not the, the, the murders coming from the jab, not from is. the cold. Exactly. Right. There's nothing. I was a pharmaceutical salesman for four, four years in the four in the, uh, 40, 50 years ago, almost as a pharmaceutical rep. <clears throat> and I never would take a, a shot then because I knew that nothing was in it was good. And certainly now they had not only nothing in it's good, but you can shed 
And you can do what this article says. You can actually kill people if they touch you if you've had the shot. So and and we just we just go and ignore all these things, and we we all have relatives that have taken it, and but all of matter my, time, yeah. My brothers and sisters, um, there's seven of us, and two of us didn't take it because the rest of them's kids are doctors or they're nurses, and they said you've got to take it. You're 88 years old, yeah. my oldest sister. You've got to take it. Be it's a new and, religion. Yeah, it's, it is. So anyway, I'm just saying that we've got to start with the IEP, who is the hope, and honestly, it, it is the only hope. It's why I still stay here for the 30, 30 years, and but I'm I'm trying to get ready to sue the Nationals because they are the ones that keep getting reelected every ten years. So we turn over the Republicans, thinking, well, we can't stand them any longer. So then we go to the Democrats, we can't stand them, so we give it back over to the Republicans. There's never been a third party that's even had a shot at it because of all this garbage. But I'm, I'm saying that, and I've always said this, Joseph gave us the name 180 years ago, but he's never given us any money. But I think, <laughs> I think though, that what he has done is given us Corona. He's given us Corona and says, Wayne, you go out and get us. So I'm working on that right now too, Russ. Because Good. I, think, I think that that's the key. I mean, these guys have trillions. They can just... They don't even have to print it anymore. They just digitize it. Well, it shouldn't our church give us the money then? If if they're if we're a, a offspring of Joseph Smith's work and and effort, shouldn't that be the belly button that we hit for for the cash for the funds? <laughs> That's right. Well, now, tell us before you go, Wayne. You told me off camera. You said something about that the and I think you were talking about the state delegates that they all agreed to have classes of the Constitution and maybe fall under the IAP banner, which was, um, you know, if I got that incorrect from you, correct me, but, you know, talk about that before you leave, because that gives a little hope to what Russ was asking. Right. Well, that's that's not mine. You'll have to come tune in next week with Loy. <laughs> Loy okay. You have to realize Loy was just like you and I, most of us, maybe not you guys, but we go year after year, and we never read the Constitution. You know, we go on and we say, "Oh, the Constitution. We got to have a sheriff because the Constitution says he's the only defense we have." So we go through all of these things. And Loy has taken it a step further. He started probably seven, eight years ago, deciding that he had never read the Constitution. So he started reading it, and he's found seven things in it. They call him seven. Uh, outstanding things that have never discoveries. So he'll explain those next week, and it's awesome. Does he have a website? I'm sorry, what? Does he have a website? He does. Um, let me. It's, he, he's got a constitution. He didn't rewrite the constitution. He he took the same constitution discoveries that these guys have been passing out for 200 years. But he, he put, found out that there is no way the government can tax you. There is no way that the government has all these rights, the IRS. And, and, and before I leave, make sure that you listen to Before Tomorrow. You listen to Ron Paul's This Week. He does a three-minute, four-minute deal every week, and I try not to miss him at all because he, he's talking about the FBI, the IRS, everything this week. So do, do listen to that, and you'll have another guy who says that the coronavirus is the one huge. Uh, yeah, but let me 
let me just read. What's his website? It's or uh, what's his name? Loy what? Brunson. 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 And and Nomad Dad, you have his book. He um, you bought I think a, a couple a couple copies of that. Remember uh, back then when we had him on the show? Yes, I I did. Um, I see his website. I think agency based education. Yeah, that's it. I think that's right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He did. He did several constitutions, but he did the one. Okay. Anyway, I. He's he's done several. I have them all. He even has uh, Benjamin Franklin, Abe Lincoln, and John Kennedy on here. It says by Lloyd Brunson. Seven discoveries everyone should know in the U.S. Constitution. Power to fund the U.S. A without taxation by Lloyd Brunson. So anyhow, he's given, actually dedicated this. He has in the back of it, the last page, he has the Ten Commandments. And I dare you, all of these millions of copies of the Constitution has gone out. You won't find any but his that has the Ten Commandments in the back of it. And you won't find anybody who says that taxation is illegal. And it, you won't find another one that says that the Constitution if is promoting socialism is a felony. He says that in here. Pr promoting socialism is a felony. And, and actually, the next thing is, anyway, you'll love it. But hopefully, we can get some people on and, and get this out. Because he's got a very important date coming up next week where he can maybe take a and and go to everybody's checking account and wipe it out <laughs> and that's that's going to be awesome because uh, that would be awesome. again, that's constitutional law and a lot of people don't know about this but, but you have it, to realize it, that in there it says that the people are going to become so distraught half of the army is going to give up and they're going to come to the mountains i have a house in fact the guy told me to get out of here because the mountain's going to cave in and and fall in and get out of this place in Provo. Well, 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 since we're talking about that, a lot of people haven't realized, but, you know, in Revelations, it talks about, um, since we're getting religious, and this is our time, it talks about the seven angels with the seven trumpets. The first angel comes out, he sounds the trumpet, and what happens? We have burning of one-third of all the vegetation on the earth, plus all the grass, 100% of the grass. And if if... I mean, a lot of people don't realize this is happening now. These saving by a thread is happening now. A lot of these prophecies are happening right now. We have Australia on fire. We have the United States, half of the United States on fire. If you look at a fire map, it's incredible. Utah surrounded by fire. You have uh, Madagascar on fire. You have Africa on fire. Uh, you have a lot of the world burning right now, and it's just or getting worse. Flooding in Germany. That's un unheard of. The type unheard of flooding of. it has. Exactly. Well, yeah, it's just the main thing is, is just fire the politicians. That's the way we need to get the fire. Well, I, I'd like to see, you know, more than firing, but I think that's a good start. <laughs> that's a great start. In fact, when I used to teach Common Core, against the Common Core, that is, uh, that's the main part I said, is fire these guys. They work for you. We're the people. We're the bosses. Exactly. They work for us. Fire them. Fire them. Make them accountable. People don't don't think that, they think that, those guys have become our bosses, and that's what Gadianton rule has been from the start. Trump said it, 
and Trump knows about it. A lot of people think that Trump doesn't know. He's most, one of the most intelligent guys in the United States. He explained it when he was over there in, the, in, in, in um, one of his speeches. Uh, I forget the exact location. It's, it's popping my mind. But he explained that the organization that's taking over government right now is an organization that's been around for thousands of years. And he explained the Gadianton robbers that we have in the Book of Mormon. He just didn't quote the Book of Mormon, but he explained yeah. it. And he didn't right get rid there. of and he didn't get rid of them when he had a chance. Yeah. <laughs> didn't get rid. But that's what I'm saying is these Gadianton robbers, they don't go by the rules. They think they're in charge. And the reality is we're in charge. We're the people. Fire them. So no, we just, we just came from Campbell. We came from Provo to St. George yesterday. We filled up in uh, St. George or in Provo, got down here and Within the last week, gas has gone up 80 cents. Mm-hmm. And and anyway, Trump said at one of the CPAC in January, I think he said, you're going to see $10 a gallon gas. And yeah, they're closing all the pipelines. Hey, yeah. Wayne, well, are you in St. George now, you said? I am. Uh-huh. Are you going to be down there a little while? For a week. Are you planning on going on Kate's, Kate Daly's show? Have you been in touch with her at all? You know, I know her pretty well. She's going to the... Freedom Fest, right? Wiskowson, uh, not Joel. <laughs> right, the other one. With Matt. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. So she, I, I talked to her. We, we've talked to her a few times. That, and she's even said on her deal on her program before she say somebody call and say, well, you can't vote for a Republican and a Democrat. Who are you going to vote for? And she says, well, I vote for the Independent American Party. And she said that two or three times over the wow. years. <laughs> yeah, I, maybe maybe it's time to get back on that show and um, and p- uh, push the party a little bit because I think people are ready to, for something else. And if enough people join, then you get a little bit, hopefully, a little bit more backing. Yeah. I mean, the money's not going to be big, but um, well, I think just, I've got a I've got a plan where the money can be bigger, and I think the right? Corona is going to be the answer. Well, I just I hope uh, to hear you on the show. I I, I actually listen from Hawaii to uh, investigator Dave on the weekend with, on our show. And, <laughs> and uh, I, I actually um, took Joel down there for his first in studio interview. And um, so I'd like to see, you know, if you can get in there and, and uh, talk about what's going on, maybe, you know, after, um, after Lloyd uh, announces, maybe talk about what he's doing or get him on with her. If you can connect those two. Yeah. He's, Kate's leaving, I think. She won't fly, so she's got to drive to South Dakota uh, mm. this, this next week. And so she ended up um, probably, I don't know if she'll be on the air this week. But I'm I'm working with uh, Uncle Melty. Okay. Know, his son is a hearing aid guy like I've been for 50 years. Yeah. And so I'm working with him once a month uh, because I haven't been able to find an attorney to uh, straighten out Costco who let me go uh, two years ago because they said I was uh, too old to to be selling hearing aids or anything to Costco. And so, I, and I've been trying for two years now. I, I can tell you another story this brings up is that my neighbor, and you may have heard the guy, <laughs> my neighbor oh. was shot by a BLM guy from Ogden in Provo a year ago. Did you ever hear that story? No. Okay. He was, he was just going to Home Depot on University Avenue in East Bay, and he turned down, I think he came down Center Street and turned left, and they had a riot. And the same guy that tipped over the 
the car in Salt Lake the night before was with the BLM. He was there and he shot my neighbor in the car. And but guess what? Our, our, our mayor was running as lieutenant governor for Huntsman. So she would have, that's why they do that. Because like, remember I told you three or four of the last governors have been, come through the ranks of a lieutenant governor. So anyway, she's, she has the police at the police station three blocks away, right? She didn't say stand down. The chief of police said she didn't tell us to stand down. Well, she told him to stay in the police department or, or, a block or two away, and they were even parked a block away because he get he tries to get through this mob, and and so this guy shoots him from the passenger window, hit his elbow, the elbow shatters. He now has a titanium elbow, the elbow bone fragments went in his eye. He almost got blinded, and he he has to drive himself because there's no police anywhere, right? Because she had them. She wouldn't even give a permit to the BLM to be in the street. She didn't do even that. So she didn't, he had to drive himself. And on the way to the hospital, which is about five blocks from where he was, he had to, he passed a policeman who was sitting in his car, just sitting there, didn't follow him, didn't do anything. And he's bleeding so bad he could hardly see the road. He checks himself into the hospital. And guess what? A year later, not one person from the city of Provo or the state of Utah has even contacted him. Not one person. Yeah. The mayor, the mayor is, is running for re-election. So I found that out. And I found out he, like me, has not been able to find an attorney to sue somebody like her or Costco. And so anyway, I, I found out she had just signed up to run again. Her four-year term was up. And so I went and stopped by his house. He lives three houses up from mine in Provo, down from the temple. And I said, guess what? For 150 bucks, you don't have to hire a hundred or $200,000 attorney. <laughs> you can look her in the eye and say, you almost had me murdered, young lady. And, and I thought everything was all set. Now, now, is this for during a debate if he runs? For yeah, mayor? exactly. That's what I came <laughs> up with. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it was. I, until, I watched that pretty closely. That uh, that I don't know, informant or provocateur Sullivan is his name. He's a yeah, exactly. adopted son of an Air Force general. That was pretty exactly. interesting to me because I, I had I have spent some time in uniform, and so um, I watched what happened. And that, that was that same individual was the one who filmed Ashley Babbitt's murder in the Capitol. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, the he's, one who start. He's the one who was leading that BLM riot. Uh, downtown on Center Street. Yeah. So they put him in jail that night because they had videos of people with their cell phones taken shooting, shooting my neighbor. And uh, so they, they arrest him. But Soros had him bailed out by Sullivan. Within two hours, he had him out of jail. So the next night they arrest him again because he has, uh, you know, they have a lot more videos of him shooting him. But see, he almost, he, his wife was almost going to go to Home Depot with him in East Bay, but she didn't go. And the guy shot, after he shot him in the arm and in the eye, uh, then he shot through the back window and just missed him again in the body. And that's where his wife would have been sitting and she'd be dead right now. 
but not one word from one Republican or one Democrat in this whole entire right. state. They didn't condemn it. Nope. No. Well, let's, well, that's, but they, that's but they're, the, but they're that's constantly the condemning the, the misinformation about COVID. They're condemning oh, actual yeah. doctors and, exactly. and, and they're putting, putting all over Desert News and KSL owned by our church. Um, all of the puff stories and the nonsense about how important it is and Cox's quotes and how yeah, uh, Cox, Cox. How, how we're, a da- you know, people in the party, Republican Party are, are a danger and killing people because of their um, um, ideas about c- coronavirus. It's, yeah. it's, it's going a little bit sideways, I, I have to say. It's insane. Mm-hmm. And, and anyway, they say, and I, it's hard for me to believe because I've known Herbert Cox. I've known Herbert for 30 years when I ran against him and the three Republican amigos, I call them, because they were all just had to rerun at the same time. <clears throat> and I attacked them all. Well, Wayne, who's the who's the fresh meat? I mean, who's gonna who's gonna fill your shoes? Who's gonna step in? Uh, do you? I mean, do you have a prodigies over there? Are you raising up a next generation we here? We do. I'm actually, uh, going to uh, Matt Thousand uh, just called uh, Dallin Oaks' great grandson or grandson. I think just a straight grandson. And he's he's signed up as an independent American party for a year ago. So he's going to go to the Freedom Fest in South Dakota this week or this next week. And and he is very much in my eyes as a replacement because I'm I'm getting I can't even find anybody to sue Costco. So that's how bad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I asked uh, I emailed Skousen. A couple months ago when I had seen some of these shenanigans going on with our own church and you saw the, the headline out the other day about BYU Hawaii student being told not to show up to, to classes. Basically she's told she's violating the honor code. No um, yeah. standards or church policy. No, she just um, is scared about getting um, the COVID vaccine because she had Guillain-Barre and paralyzed from the waist down. And so she's been told by her own doctors not to get a vaccine, yeah. but the the church uh, BYU kicked her out and says you can't attend and she yeah. she she asked again like she what do you call it she challenged that decision and the president of BYU and the the committees and whatever plus the schools have their own doctors telling her well you should be fine with uh, any of the vaccines other than Johnson Johnson are they going <laughs> to sign a waiver saying that if if she's harmed in any way that they're they're not deferring to her own doctor who gave her the waiver who said she shouldn't get it they're saying no you go ahead and get it i mean i asked scows in this okay what is going on in our own church with all of our leaders lockstep this is a a godsend this is a miracle um you know do follow all these restrictions and go along with this and we believe in vaccines if you want to go on a mission you got to get vaccinated if you want to you know go to byu you got to get jabbed i mean What's happening here? I mean, I assume we have talked about uh, about this, Professor Zero. There, we've talked about this a lot in the past, and I want to get your take if you've got a minute. Just tell me what's happening with our own um, people and our own leaders. Yeah, it's pretty scary. I've I've called on doctors. I, in between my fifty years as a hearing aid specialist, I was a pharmaceutical salesman for about four or five years. And I would never take a vaccine shot, period, of any kind, because I sold them and I know what's in them. Right. Now, so why are we being encouraged and why are we being restricted as 
uh, yeah, we're not yeah, we're not just being encouraged, we're being threatened. <laughs> okay, but like uh, my uh, my question to you is what's going on in the church, in church leadership, in, you know, in well, local and and national levels. I mean, we are giving money to Gavi and Covey. These are funds that are un- umbrellas uh, uh, under the umbrella of the UN and we're giving tens of millions of dollars and bragging about it as a church for immunizing the third world or immunizing people who can't get these. We are cheerleading the cause of these, you know, aborted children who have been shoved into a syringe and called MRNA treatment, whatever shot. I thought we were anti-abortion. I thought we were pro-life. I thought we were, I mean, what, what's your take on all this? How are members going along with this and how are our leaders encouraging it? Well, that's kind of why I put my faith in the IAP, because we do believe in abortion, uh, in adoption, I mean, and not abortion. And, mm-hmm. and and they have justified that if it's in rape, and whenever you do that garbage, you're justifying abortion. Or right, but I'm talking about the actual shots. I am. They're, they're I, developed, I, you know, using aborted fetuses, and the Johnson & Johnson exactly show right. supposedly has actual aborted tissue in each shot so uh-huh. how are we, how are we okay with this how how come we're uh, i mean what wh- wh- have we fallen from grace are we losing our footing are we being deceived as a as a church uh as a people wh- what's going on there what's your take <laughs> well i you know i've had uh, my brothers and sisters five of them <clears throat> have got the shots and i talked to i was blue in the face face and my one brother wouldn't even let me he says don't you call any of our brothers and sisters you're scaring them to death i says if i don't talk to them they're gonna die anyway yeah what does it matter that's it's just pathetic um but i i have i called on doctors for many years and when my boss called me up in the 40 years ago and he said i want to i was in twin falls idaho and he said I want to work in Burley with you tomorrow. And he says, um, and I says, Kel, I don't think so. And he says, why? And I says, I'm quitting. He says, why? And I says, I'm tired of killing people. And he says, what? He says, I've been doing this for 40 years. I've never had anybody quit me. I says, well, you've got your first one because I'm fed up, I'm fed up with, and he's 40 years. Yeah. And I said, um, I, I just can't be party to the murders that these doctors and pharmacists are getting by with. And again, he couldn't understand that because 40 years he'd been doing it and not one person who even stood up to it. Right. And the money's so good. I it's, mean, I, I remember I got, people. Yep. Go on. Yeah. I got a new car every year, hundred percent healthcare paid. I could write my own expense account every 10 days and never questioned. I mean, I had it made. You, you couldn't get a job like that in Idaho <laughs> anywhere. And, and so I, you can see why I was the first and probably only one that's ever been uh, or quit. But anyway, anyway I, I, it is trying times. It's certainly, I think we have to stand up with an antitrust against the two perpetuators and show that there is absolutely no difference. And you can't get a Republican to believe that because they say, oh, we don't believe in abortion. We don't believe in murder. We don't believe in, we don't believe in all these things that they do. And I right. talked to. to well, uh, well, what about our church then? I mean, should we, should we be suing the church? Well, you, 
it's like my wife says, the church is true. The brethren have different. Well, the gospel is true and perfect. The gospel the is people true. People yes. and the leadership and the church is it's a corporation, it's an organization. Exactly. And exactly. I don't fault them for mistakes because they're human. But yeah. these are intentional choices. They're intentional decisions. They're intentional policies that are going to be harming us and others Everybody. outside of our faith. So how can they justify it? How, how can we say, yeah, these guys are definitely led by the spirit when they're doing things that we know are wrong or we believe are wrong? How, how is there, unless we're wrong, are we wrong? I mean, are we, are we the rubes? Are, are, are we the ones who are going to miss out when, when um, this ch chickens come home to roost with this vaccine? Well, see, I, I've had uh, <clears throat> a double blind study when as a pharmaceutical salesman, they would do double blind studies. So they would give one group the vaccine the other group, they give placebos, right? Water, saline. Right. And, and so I'm thinking. <laughs> That's what I told be. my wife. That's exactly what I told my wife, Wayne. I said, yeah. these guys are all old and they look at, look, they're fine. I guarantee any important person, politician, corporate head, these, you know, brethren, they all got saline solution because they a lot of them would be dead already if they had the leaders, leaders. Exactly. That's that's what I come up with. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm with you true. on that. I think that and it may be unknown unknown to them. Yeah. But it's it's part of a the the the, the perception. They've got to put out this perception that it's safe. I I think they're probably putting out a lot of uh saline around the country so they don't see everyone dying they just see oh it's a hot spot here it's a hot spot there but don't worry when they come around for their booster we'll give them the real deal you get everyone dying at first you got to have it like you know all in steps and stages so it's it, we're all get cold slowly yeah and, and i've never I, I, i'm gonna have to say goodbye guys all right, okay Wayne. okay um, Wayne, we'll see thank you we'll, we'll have that discussion next time thank you for yeah, joining just, us Wayne. Just, a, just a quick reminder that the france President of France says that Macron. August the first, you will have to have a shot, or you can't. That's get right. Food. Which you again, not be able to go to the supermarket. No buying. Again, again, proof of the sign of the beast. So we're yeah, saying the beast, at yeah. this it's point, the, the, the mark of the beast, it's real, right? Wayne? Anyway, thank cool. you guys. Until You're next up. time, Wayne. Thanks for coming. Appreciate you. What they don't want you to know, with your host, Mister Noriega. Is the government keeping secrets? You bet they are. Here, those secrets are revealed. Teacher, seven years researching the common core of the education system. Author Noriega. What they don't want you to know.